This is a Crib Room podcast. Bringing you industry news, views and happenings. Welcome to the Crib Room Podcast, Series 2. This is Episode 3, and today we're catching up with Linus. Linus to the only producer of scale of separated rare earths outside of China and the second largest in the world. The rare earths deposit is at Mount Weld in Western Australia, and they're in the process of opening a rare earths processing facility in Calgary, Boulder in Western Australia. And that's where we've caught up with Cam Leung, who is the VP downstream. Now, at the time of recording for the podcast, submissions were open for the EPA for approvals, and... And that has since closed, just to let you know. And also the facility that was opened by Linus in the middle of Calgary Boulder has also closed since the recording of this particular podcast. Series 2, Episode 3 is thanks to Emigeor Services. Hello to Greg and the team. Plumbing, excavation, controlled waste and carpentry services in Calgary Boulder in Western Australia. You can contact the team where the staff and the management have a large collective amount of knowledge and experience in the plumbing industry and Emigeor is experienced in a variety of earth-moving projects. For further details on controlled waste and also carpentry for your next project, contact Emigeor Services. All of their details at emigeor.com.au, PL 7910. This is a Crib Room Podcast. Welcome along to a Crib Room Podcast where we are on the road today and we are joined by Cam, Cam, sorry, Cam Leung. Yep. Cam Leung. We are joined by Cam Leung from Linus to tell us further details about uh, what's happening with Linus and their cracking and leaching facility, their further developments in Calgary Boulder and more. Cam is the VP upstream at Linus Corporation. We step into his crib room today. Cam, a very good afternoon to you and welcome along. Thanks, Glenny. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, uh, we appreciate the time you've taken to catch up with us, but first of all, it's been a big journey for Linus over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, we've come from basically a junior sort of company, starting up a a very, very difficult um, process in terms of being able to produce separated rare earth products. Now, we've got the Kalgoorlie project coming online, which is why we've got a pop-up shop in the middle of Hannon Street in Kalgoorlie, but also at the same time, uh, we've got a lot of other things that are going on for you and for a business as well. Can you first of all explain a bit more about the move of Linus of its cracking and leaching facility, that's what you've, you've called it, yes. out, of, out of Malaysia to Australia? Yeah. So, the cra- so um, in um, Australia, in Mount Weld, we actually mine and actually process the ore to produce the concentrate. So we've been doing that since 2011, um, and then since late 2012, um, we've been running our operations in Malaysia, where we actually basically um, cr- crack that um, rare earth concentrate, get it into solution, separate out the rare earths, and then produce some sort of refined separated rare earth products. So we've been looking, um, in a couple of years ago, we've, we looked to, um, expand our sort of wanted to expand our cracking and leaching capacity we wanted to do it somewhere closer to the our origins in terms of the, the mine site um, so we were looking for a place to actually do do, do that um, as it turned out the change in our sort of um, license conditions in Malaysia basically meant instead of doing it as expansion it actually became replacement capacity as well so um, when we actually announced our strategy to actually do it back in May 2019, shortly afterwards, the, the city of Kalgoorlie Boulder actually said, come to Kalgoorlie, um, this is the place to do it, and um, we'll offer you a range of things, including industrial land, including things like water, which is very important for our process. Kalgoorlie seems to be a very logical choice for us. It's got the, the skilled workforce, it's got a good support industry, 
It's got all the sort of services that we actually need for a, a complex sort of plant like our cracking and leaching plant. Now, what is the future for that Malaysian facility as well? So the Malaysian facility is actually the, I think it's the largest, single largest rare earth processing facility of its type. Um, we're only talking about sort of um, just the cracking leaching is only the first stage of it. So when we actually get into full operation in middle of 2023, we'll actually directly feed that plant from Kalgoorlie. So there's over 900 solvent extraction stages. There's a lot of equipment, a lot of um, complex processing that happens in, in the Malaysian plant there. So just tell us about operating in three countries as well, because there's your Malaysian facility, there's Australia, as you mentioned, with Mount Weld and what will be in Kalgoorlie Boulder, but then also in the US too. There's some, yeah. some plans for the US? Yeah, certainly. It's at the planning stage. So we've been working for a number of years with the US government, in particular the Department of Defence. So initially looking at heavy rare earth separation. So um, that's something that's sort of um, um, very low quantities that's actually produced in, but very, very critical for, for a number of uses there. So we've been looking to do that with heavy rare earths with the Department of Defence for a number of years. And then in more recent times, the US Department of Defence were actually looking at light rare earths. So they've actually, um, basically approved um, to support us, looking at the light rare earths, um, and we're still working with them on the heavy rare earths. So for us, we'd actually like to do both of those together. So there's a little bit more work there to do before we can actually proceed with that project, but um, that'll be a big step. And we would look to actually directly feed that actually from um, Kalgoorlie, the light rare earth separation. Let's talk about where it all comes from and Mount Weld, first of all. What's on site for you at Mount Weld in terms of resource and infrastructure? Yeah, so Mount Weld, the deposit's actually in what was an old volcano. So if you think of a volcanic pipe that was there about three kilometres in diameter. So we've been mining and processing some of the oxidised and rich zone near the surface. So we've, I think, had a 25-year sort of um, ore reserve in that oxidised and rich zone. But in recent times, I think last November, we actually announced that we'd punched some holes deeper down, actually below that oxidised and rich zone into what was the primary mineralisation. So we actually had like 100 metres of continuous rare earth mineralisation, actually um, got our guys very, very excited. So we recently um, have been drilling, putting down a kilometre diamond drill hole and um, very much looking forward to the results of that. So implications are, you know, we, we could be in operations for a very, very long time. So we have the mine there. Um, because it's high grade, we actually don't mine full time. We actually mine and um, stockpile and then actually process that stockpile. So we've been using a, a local sort of um, Kalgoorlie-based mining contractor to actually do that work for us. And we have a concentration plant. It's a flotation plant based out at Mount Weld and that basically upgrades that ore into a, a rare earth um, concentrate. Just this up just a fraction. Yeah. Just believe it or not. Oh, I'm a bit short. Okay. But other than that, you're doing very well, so thank okay. you. It's good. So, so like I say, we just grabbed this for some quotes. It's just going to roll through, but yeah. if yeah. well, there'll be certain parts that we do use for a video point of view. 
Um, so the potential for, for that line of sight is pretty enormous, but some goals for you as well is obviously this Kalgoorlie Rare Earths Processing Facility to be operating by July 2030. That's going to have potentially... 2023. 2023, sorry. By 2023, with the Kalgoorlie facility producing mixed rare earth carbonate and also the ability to process from third-party resources, as well as the Kalgoorlie facility being able to do uh, feed to downstream operations in Malaysia, you touched on, and well progressed development of the US rare earth facility. Here we are to talk a little bit about how that project is coming along here in Kalgoorlie Boulder, 2023. Uh, there's already been fencing that's gone up from local contractors. There's been uh, some of the tanks which have, have been announced uh, through uh, Polaris Engineering who are doing some construction for you in Western Australia. Just tell us a little bit about where we're at and a bit of an update on that project right now. Yeah, so we're going working in parallels on a number of streams um, on this project. We've done a lot of the high-level sort of um, process design, high-level engineering actually in-house with our Linus team and then working with a number of companies now to do the detailed design. So we're just um, kicking off a lot into our detailed design. We've been procured most of the specialised process equipment actually for the project, so including the kiln which we placed an order for last July, so the, the manufacture of that is actually um, very well advanced. So that's going to be a very, very large piece of equipment. It's six metres in diameter and 110 metres long. So that was, I was just about to say, that kiln, I remember when the announcement came out, it's going to be the longest kiln in the world of the Southern Hemisphere? Oh, or? I don't think it's going to be the longest. There's actually kilns longer than that. But in terms of the overall size, I think... I believe it's going to be one of the largest, if not the largest, in, a, in Australia there. And you transport it in stages, surely. Yes. You wouldn't get that yeah, upgrade as a goat track. It's going to come in five major sort of sections for, the, for the, the kiln shell itself. And then it'll be actually assembled, aligned on site, and actually then welded up. So it'll be quite spectacular when it's actually pulled together. So that's that part in terms of the procurement there. Um, we've been well advanced in our approval process so we had to go through approval process with both the federal government which we've sort of cleared and um, we're just about to enter the pub four week public review period for the EPA approval and that's about to kick off next week and that's the reason why we've actually set up shop here in Kalgoorlie on St Barbara Square where members of the community can actually come in and actually see the study, see the work, find out about the project. Well, hopefully we answer some questions as well about the facility for people as well as we continue through this podcast. But some of the transport options, because you, you've got road from Laverton, from Laverton it'll be trucked into Cal, will it? Um, that seems to be the most likely um, option there. So yep. currently we're actually um, trucking to Leonora and actually railing all the way to Fremantle. So our route's probably is most likely going to be, um, we'll probably truck down from Cal, but the product will actually be railed to um, Fremantle Port from Kalgoorlie. And there's some facilities for you close by there too, isn't there, with, um, with the rail ability here in Kalgoorlie Boulder? Yes, so there's facilities in West Kalgoorlie there. Um, Tell us about the topic of radioactivity. I know it's been mentioned and I know that you've provided some clarification. There's uh, been some concerns about that, but the studies and all of the information that are available for people here, it's very transparent and you're, you're very open about the the fact that there is a, a product here that has a very, very low level, but this is not uncommon to the to the types of rare earths. Yeah, so what we're talking about is what we call norm, so it's naturally occurring radioactive material. Um, it's There's a lot of things in our lives that actually, um, we get radiation, it's just part of our lives. A lot of people actually aren't aware about things, so 
I think the best thing for us actually with the shop is we can actually talk to people about it, actually show demonstrations to say, yes, there is, it is radioactive, but it's actually safe. Now, the, the other thing that's important for the Kalgoorlie facility, not only the community, and we sort of touched on it before, is the amount of local content and Kalgoorlie content. That's been something that Linus have pride yourselves on yeah. when it comes to securing contracts and tenders, isn't it? Yeah, so we're certainly committed to, to buy local and, um, and we've tried to do things to break up some of our packages so um, some of the local sort of companies can, you know, it's within their, their, their scope and um, look forward to, we've had quite a number of the jobs so far on site have actually been done by local contractors and look forward to a reasonable amount of local content actually doing the project there. Now, Cam, talk us through what happens once that, that ore or that, uh, that product reaches the, the Kalgoorlie facility and what will happen to it out yeah. there. So we'll actually bring down a, a concentrate. So it's already been sort of processed once and upgraded at the Mount Weld site. So that concentrate, we're going to mix it with um, concentrated sulfuric acid and then basically transport, um, pump that actually into our kiln. So basically it will be a high temperature, what we call a high temperature acid bake and that'll convert it from a rare earth phosphate to a rare earth sulfate, which is then literally um, soluble in water. So we'll actually dissolve it in water, so the rare earths go into solution. We'll actually neutralize that with magnesia, which actually means the, the iron, the phosphate, actually precipitates out, and that will make a, an iron phosphate sort of um, byproduct. The rare earths are actually in solution, and then we'll basically precipitate that out as a rare earth carbonate which we can basically dewater and then um, package up and then send that um, for, like to Malaysia, to our Malaysian plant for treatment. So there's a lot that happens on site, isn't there, as part of that process? There's uh, baking, there's uh, putting things into solution, taking yeah. them out? Yeah, so um, it's a pro proven process. We've actually been running this process in Malaysia since, oh, since the end of 2012. And um, we've done a lot of improvements on that circuit and we've actually incorporated those plus a few extras into the new design that we've actually got for Kalgoorlie. The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, stated publicly that construction of the Kalgoorlie facility in particular, which would feed into your proposed US facility, is a gold standard example of the cooperation of critical supply chains between Australia and the US. Now, this is pretty impressive, um, with those processes being looked upon favourably by the federal government. Yeah, so we've actually had very, very good support from... Um, all levels of government um, in Australia, with the federal government, the state government, and local government. We've, as we mentioned earlier, um, the US government is actually very, very supportive, and um, it's very, very good to see the see um, governmental support for um, the supply, supply chain, critical mineral supply chain, such as ours. Cam, what sort of future reliance on rare earths does the world have? Where are we going to see the rare earths being put into use after they've come from Kalgoorlie and Mount Weld? I think. Even today, rare earths are a critical part of our lives. In, you know, they support the sort of um, transport industries for us, the sort of digital technologies that we use, the renewable energies like wind turbines and, and um, even things like sort of automation and sort of robotics and things like that. So all things that have become more and more important in our modern lives, and especially as we go to a, I suppose, a more sort of carbon neutral um, lifestyle. Just out of frame on the camera for our podcast as well today is the environmental review document. If you've got a few 
months. Uh, you can review that particular product, but you've, you can also get a shortened version, Cam. You've got some different things here for, for residents to come and find out a bit more from the, the byproduct storage capping design and the uh, social surrounds for noise, environmental social impact, water, and the commitment to the community. You know, this is something that you've, you've worked long and hard on to get this facility here in Calgary Boulder, but also ensure that it's done with the, with the community interests in mind. Yes, so um, the, I think one thing you should be um, take comfort in is I think our, our government agencies are very rigorous in terms of um, the level of um, scientific sort of studies that we actually need for, for new projects and um, in our shops um, today and the, for the next few weeks you can actually see the type of work that we actually have to do to actually make sure that our processes are safe. Yeah, I tell you what, it's, uh, it, it, if it was easy, mate, everyone would be doing it, but it's not. It's, it's a very complicated process, all because of the, the stringent governance that's around to ensure that you are uh, doing the right thing and that the community's doing the right thing at the same time. And I think that needs to be applauded from you guys as well at Linus, because uh, I know that uh, having this facility here in Calgary Boulder is also attracting other interest as well in, in terms of industrial land use. So it's great. Okay. Thank you very much. Just before we do go with Cam, and we, we almost wrapped up our conversation just then, Cam, we're running a conjunction with uh, the Miners Rest Motel here in Calgary Boulder in regards to making a, the first ever podcast burger. So whenever there's a burger that you're out and about there, if you're looking at something that you've got to consume on a Friday night when you want to make dinner easy, what's an ingredient that needs to go into that burger? Me? <laughs> I, I love um, a good raw steak. Not raw, or blue steak. A blue steak into the burger? Blue we'll put that as one of the options. Okay. Good on you, my friend. Thanks for joining okay. us on our podcast. Again, just to reiterate, with this particular podcast, when the podcast was recorded, submissions were available to be put to the EPA and also a facility in Calgary Boulder was open where residents could ask any questions they liked about Linus and their particular projects in the Goldfields region. The Crib Room series of podcasts are produced by Industry Link Media. Subscribe to podcasts via your audio platform and via industrylinkmedia.com.